Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an evening market review. How we doing out there, family? We're about 20 minutes into the new 24-hour day within the cryptocurrency space. Um, for those that can see the visual, um, utilizing Facebook Live. What's going on, Facebook family? For those listening in that will or will be listening in, uh, New Money Matrix podcast. How we doing out there? Um, it's green pastures all across the board. Ethereum at one thirty nine, LTC at fifty three bucks, EOS at three dollars and eighty three cent, um, Ripple at thirty one cent, uh, Binance Coin thirteen dollars and sixty nine cent. Man, hey, it's a beautiful day out here. It's a beautiful day. Cuz, what's the word? Oh, what's the deal? King Hayes, what's going on, brother? Peace, peace, peace. How we doing out there, family? Um, we got a couple of stories that I'm going to be bringing to the family before we get off over in here into the uh, to the you know coin everything jumping right now looking very 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 good. I mean it's lovely out here. I, I I can remember all green days like this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. I can remember this. Right now it's a little bit rocky. I mean we're off to a good start. Um, but don't get over happy. Don't get over happy. Take profit when you have it. Take profit when you have it first story we're going to be getting into is brought to us by none other than forbes and interestingly enough they are talking about the binance coin now the reason i'm going over this story as i tell many people i follow the money so i understand the fan base that forbes bloomberg and such noted um such media um caters to so I like to keep up on what they're telling the people, which happen to be thousandaires, millionaires, and billionaires. So uh, this one released today um, is entitled, As Bitcoin and the Crypto Markets Lose Billions, um, one, coin is, one Coin is Soaring. And they're meaning while everything else was pretty much going in a downtrend the other day, the... Oh, hold on, let me make sure everything's running here. Okay, yeah, we good, we good, we good. Uh, while everything was going down the other day, Binance Coin was shooting up. Um, the gory, the, uh, excuse me, the gory. <laughs> the story goes on to say, Bitcoin and other major cryptocurrencies have lost some five billion over the last forty-eight hours as a long-running Bitcoin sell-off again bears down on the market. But there was one bright spot of green in the now familiar sea of red: Binance Coin, the digital token from the world's largest Bitcoin exchange, has risen sixteen percent over the same period, as an up in eye-watering one hundred and twenty percent since the beginning of the year. According to CoinMarketCap, which tracks most cryptocurrency prices, over recent days, Binance has surged past Stellar and Tron to become the eighth largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization, with a total value of $1.8 billion, up from just over $800 million at the start of the year. As Binance Coin has risen, the wider cryptocurrency market has struggled, trading more or less flat over the last few months. Bitcoin, still the largest cryptocurrency by some distance, has repeatedly tried to shake off the bears and move beyond $4,000 per coin over recent months, only to be swiftly knocked back down. The recent success of Binance Coin, which is now approaching its all-time high of $16 per coin, which is a lie because it was once $26 a coin. So I don't... Um, now, we are hitting an all-time high versus Bitcoin, but versus the United States dollar, we're definitely not hitting an all-time high. So that's a bit misleading. That's false information coming out of Forbes. 
Um, it goes on to say the recent success of Binance Coin, which is now approaching its all-time high of $16 per coin, has been taken as a broad vote of confidence in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency market. Binance Coin has been able to buck the crypto correlations principally because people buy it as a way of speculation on industry growth, said Matty Greenspan, senior market analyst at brokerage eToro. If the markets are moving, it means people are trading, and Binance has a big share of those volumes. Binance moved $20 billion worth of Bitcoin between November 15th and December 15th of last year, according to data from China, excuse me, according from data, according to data from Chain Open Research, making it the world's largest Bitcoin and crypto exchange by volume, well above the likes of OKEX, Coinbase, and Kraken. Many crypto traders and investors are hoping developers slated for this year, including the closely watched Bitcoin platform and institutional investments from the world's biggest banks and financial service companies will return the markets to its heady days of 2017. Um, it's been a big space. It's been a big year so far for Binance. Last month, the Hong Kong based company launched the test net of its highly anticipated decentralized exchange, DEX. Binance chief executive Chang Peng Zhao, often known as CZ, said the DEX will prioritize speed security, and user-friendliness. Binance Chain, the blockchain network's Binance Decentralized Exchange is based on, has been designed to scale and process trading volumes similar to the bigger centralized exchange. Some traders and investors prefer the idea of decentralized exchanges as they remove some security issues and dependence on centralized company, on one centralized company. Following the launch of the decentralized exchange, Binance has announced a new incentive scheme to aid in its development. CZ offered $100,000 worth of Binance coin as a reward for users testing the network. The Bitcoin sector is currently trapped in a long-running bear market with some $400 billion in value wiped from the cryptocurrencies, from the world's cryptocurrencies over the past 12 months. As adoption stalls and banks put close watch plans to... I don't know why Forbes... We keep reading stories about Forbes, and they keep talking about adoption's not here. It's been stalled. Banks aren't accepting enough. And then we read other stories that like, oh, adoption is, is moving at a fast rate. Watch Forbes. Forbes on some bull crap. So watch them. Bitcoin's epic 2017 bull run was largely put down to expectations, institutional investment, and big bank support for Bitcoin would soon arrive. As 2018 dragged on and that investment failed to appear, many investors... And uh, to appear, many investors and traders got cold feet, bailing out of their Bitcoin and cryptocurrency positions. And they called that something, I believe they're calling it uh, proof of weak hands, seeing who can hold on through this whole market. Um, so, you know, uh, very interesting that Forbes is shedding light on the Binance coin. That's going to bring a whole nother, whole nother sector of money into that space, especially with them telling them that they have a decentralized exchange market. Um, we got $133 billion in the market right now, too, looking at live coin watch. Moving right along to the next story. Um, they're speaking about uh, what bear market. This broker firm just raised $12 million, which is not that much in the crypto space. But, um, hmm, I guess I, we'll get into the, the, the beginning of this. I'm not going to run through the whole thing. Um, traditional cryptocurrency lovers do not like somebody to sell and purchase their digital assets for them, but their take is likely to change if they have to walk to if they have to walk to an over-the-counter Bitcoin shop with a bag full of money. Not only would it be dangerous, but it would also make the buyer and his trading strategies less anonymous before a counterparty. At least that is what ex at least 
That is what explains the need for a cryptocurrency brokerage like Tagami Holdings, Inc. Launched by a former Goldman Sachs executive, Greg Tussar. Remember, this is a former banker. The U.S. startup offers prime services to investors with a big appetite for digital assets. Tagami buys Bitcoin, Ether, and other digital assets on behalf of these institutional investors as it protects their identity and strategies from potential onlookers. If that's not enough, the startup also throws in a portfolio management interface for long-term investors, an advanced trading terminal for active traders, and an API for various types of programmatic programmatic, uh, trading, meaning trading bots. From the way it looks, Tagomi is out to reduce the well-publicized gap between the mainstream investor and the wild west of cryptocurrencies. At the same time, the startup's core business model is looking profitable to fund managers and capital investors alike. They announced Monday that it had raised $12 billion in its second round of funding led by Yale-backed Paradigm Fund. Other investors, including Pantera Capital Management, a U.S.-based digital asset firm, and other users of Tagomi's electronic crypto brokerage, including the Bailey family and Multicoin, the fresh round came two months after the startup's public product launch in December and brought its total funding to $28 million. So, um, interestingly enough, they, they these are the, and this is the stuff that you're not hearing about. I mean, I don't see this splashed all over the news, and this this is huge news. The fact that they are number one, the individual who is um, who launched it is a former Goldman Sachs executive. That in and of itself is interesting. And then the fact that they're taking institutional uh, money and being able to trade for individuals in a private um, capacity. I mean, hey, you're not hearing everything out here. That's why I'm. That's why I'm bringing this to you. So, um, Tagomi Holdings, Tagomi Holdings Inc. Definitely check them out. You know, we'll, I, I try to keep up on what's going on with them. See if they bop or if they flop. You know, but um, we'll check back in with them. Now, this is a story that I definitely wanted to bring, and this goes to the sentiment that's out there in the world right now, as far as where we're headed, up or down. It says Bitcoin MACD. Prints the strongest bull signal in over a year. The moving average convergence divergence of MACD, MACD, has become the latest charting indicator to signal Bitcoin may soon see a trend reversal that could put an end to its months-long price decline. As reported, the money flow index, an indicator used to identify buy and sell pressure, created a, a divergence Sunday widely considered to be an early sign of a bearish to bullish trend change. While last week, Bitcoin saw a bearish crossover of its 500, excuse me, 50 and 100 week moving averages, a first since 2015. As such, the MACD became the latest in a series of indicators that when applied to Bitcoin point to seller exhaustion and a potential trend reversal as of Monday. The MACD, by definition, turns two trend following moving averages into a momentum oscillator. By subtracting, the, pay attention to this family, they're explaining what a MACD is. It turns two trend-following moving averages into a momentum oscillator by subtracting the longer-term moving average from the shorter-term moving average. The price trend is considered to have turned bullish when the MACD line crosses over the signal line, the ninth period exponential moving average of the MACD line, at which point the histogram rises above the zero line. The higher the histogram, the farther apart the MACD and signal line are, indicating stronger momentum. 
As can be seen in the chart below, both bullish indicators have indeed taken place. Indicator number one, the crossover. Indicator number two. Let's take a real world look at that. What are they looking at? A monthly chart? Okay, they're looking at a weekly. Uh, what are they looking at? They're looking at Bitstamp. Um, let's see. Let's look at... Ah, this one doesn't... Okay, these are my top coins. Hold on. Let me pull up these. Let me see who I got checking in with me also. Grand Rising. Oh, not Grand Rising. My fault. It's damn near nighttime. Uh, what's going on, family? How we doing out there? Peace, peace, peace. Miss Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First timer to the show. How we doing? So let me see. Let me give us a minute to pull up. Give us a little second to pull up. Let's take a look at uh, Bitcoin. Now, why is it showing? Ah, okay. There we go. All right, let's blow Bitcoin up real quick. There we go. Now, let's get our MACD pulled up here. Also, let's get our money flow going also. Okay, so we're on a day. Let's look for a weekly. Ah, there we go. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. That money flow index just crossed over that 50% line also. I don't know if anybody can see that down here. We just crossed over that 50%. Now, this is what they're talking about as far as the oscillators or the MACD going into a bullish sentiment right here. This is that crossover. As we can see, the crossover from the uh, moving average lines as well as going from negative momentum into positive momentum utilizing the MACD. So that's what they're saying that on a weekly, this is a very, very, very bullish sign. Um, we haven't seen this amount of volume, shit, the whole time, uh, the whole lifeline that we have actually over here as far as uh, Bitcoin versus Tether US on Binance goes. We can look back at, at farther uh, charts, but I won't do so right now, but maybe at a later date uh, or later time later on. So Bitcoin's MACD line and the signal line completed a bullish sign in early February suggesting a reversal to the predominant downtrend may be in order. Since then, the histogram, representing the space between the two lines, has gradually increased where it stands now at 102.38, its highest value since January of 2018. Further, the histogram failing to set lower lows during its plunge from 6,000 to roughly 3,000 is another form of bullish divergence that points to weaker or weakening bearish momentum. And when they say bullish divergence, I'm going to show you exactly what bullish divergence is. I wish I could draw on that chart. It's where you see a opposite um, trend of what's going on in the price chart. So we're going to look at the price chart and we're going to pull this from top to bottom, right? I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you all a clean example of bullish divergence. No, excuse me, bearish divergence. So we see on the price chart, if we go from tops to tops, we got a pretty good downtrend right even down here pretty good downtrend but we see the downtrend up here right but if we go on the macd right and we pull this from top to bottom we can see it's in direct direct opposition of what we're seeing up here damn near mirror image 
where down here, you see where we're going? We're going, it's an uptrend. It's an uptrend on the MACD, right? Whereas on the price chart, you clearly have a downtrend. So that's an example of bullish divergence, meaning it's bearish on the price chart, but it's bullish on your oscillators or your indicators. It's uh, also worth noting that the MACD did make a bullish cross accompanied by a positive histogram value in September of last year before the fall to 3000. But the lack of separation between the MACD and the signal line was evident and an indication the crossover was weak or invalid. This time around, the follow through after the crossover is much more substantial. It can be seen. Let me see what they're looking at. This is the weekly USD MACD 2015. Okay, this is 2015 right here. Look, once again, the same thing I just showed you. Bullish divergence. Look at the price chart. <whistles> Downtrend. Look at the MACD. Uptrend. Or, yeah, uptrend. It can be seen in Bitcoin's weekly price chart from 2015 that the strong bullish MACD crossover accompanied by rising positive histogram values indeed confirmed the cryptocurrency's price bottom had been set. What's more, bullish divergence within the histogram was evident before the positive cross of the MACD in the signal line, similar to how it is in Bitcoin's current MACD readings. While indications of Bitcoin's price having bottomed out continue to emerge, caution is still the name of the game. So a break to new price lows backed by high sell volume would invalidate the bullish MACD signals. So, you know, at the end of the day, only time will tell in which direction we're going to be headed in. But I can say this it has been looking good for the Bitcoin bulls lately. I can say that now going on and uh, continuing with mass adoption. We do see that Opera is bringing its cryptocurrency focused browser to the iPhone. Big news. Opera's crypto equipped browser is coming to iOS. Shortly after launching on Android, Opera has announced plans to roll out its cryptocurrency-oriented browser to iOS. This means you'll soon be able to use the app on your iPhone and iPad devices. The so-called Opera Touch will be specifically designed for surfing the decentralized web, more commonly known as Web 3.0. Which, for those that don't um, know, if you do have the Trust Wallet downloaded on your uh, mobile device... That trust wallet does give you access to the decentralized web. I hope you all know that. Peace, peace. What's going on, Brother Joyer, Brother Cruz? Uh, who's that, Brother Ford? I do hope y'all know that. On the trust wallet, you're able to browse in the decentralized web. Um, the launch time is not yet clear, but the company says you can already sign up for a chance to become an early tester. Okay, interesting. Um, moving right along, it goes on to say, among other things, Opera Touch... Opera Touch will come with a built-in cryptocurrency wallet. Check that out. Which lets you store and transact various ERC-20 tokens and other non-fungible Ethereum-based assets like CryptoKitties. We're taking this step in response to popular demand from the Ethereum community, Opera wrote in a press release. And a move to stimulate growth in the sector, Opera recently partnered with the HTC to release a tailored version of its browser for the company's blockchain phone, the Exodus 1. Although the functionality is somewhat easy to use, though, it's hardly the groundbreaking feature the crypto community has been waiting for. It remains to be seen if Opera's big move into the crypto browser to bring its crypto browser to iOS can spearhead the mainstream adoption of cryptocurrencies and dApps or decentralized applications or decentralized apps, um, which are currently going through a rough patch, attracting hardly any activity. In the meantime, you can sign up to become an early tester by clicking the link here. 
and I may go do that myself. Bitcoin mining profits rise for the first time in over a year. Ha! <laughs> hey, that phony ass picture of Satoshi Nakamoto up there. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get into the whole mining thing. Now, last but not least. What I feel is some very, 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 very bullish and important news to go over. BlockFi introduced a deposit crypto account that pays you 6.2% interest in Bitcoin and ETH. Now, when we speak about percentages being paid out, something as high as 6.2%, in my opinion, is not that stable or... um. It's not, in my opinion, it can't sustain giving, giving out percentages like that. I mean, let's see. Let's let's get into the story and see what they're talking about. I may be wrong. Ever thought of receiving interest in cryptocurrency from the lending platform? Oh shit! Here we go. A lending platform. A New York based lending. Okay, New York based. That's different. A New York based lending firm is doing so. The, since the cryptocurrency adoption is running on high heels from various industries and capturing the wider audience. BlockFi lending platform has introduced two crypto accounts that pay you 6.2% crypto interest on the deposited amount. Announced on March 5th, 2019, today, BlockFi hits a new headline by launching BlockFi Interest Account, or BIA, which offers 6% interest in the form of cryptocurrency on a, mo on a monthly basis, particularly paid in either Bitcoin or... Damn, 6.2% monthly? This... I don't know about sustainability here, family. Per the announcement, the rate of interest is higher than what other players are offering in the market. Even the earliest player to provide in crypto, even the earliest player to provide in crypto on the amount deposited by users. However, the platform has announced its, pri its private beta version in January, which have reportedly attracted over 10 million in deposits from an array of investors, including retail, corporate, and institutional. BlockFi is the first crypto challenger bank. Bitcoin and crypto lending, especially to retail investors, is a nascent uh, market. BlockFi chief executive Zach Prince said it has, though, been pushed on by institutional interest over the last year or so. Furthermore, the firm's custody service is regulated and backed huh, by the Winklevoss twins, Gemini Exchange. Dig that. Anyone interested in creating the crypto-bearing accounts with BlockFi can at any time withdraw their funds. The firm further revealed that the account delivers a 6.2% APY or annual percentage yield and mainly focuses on the institutional investors in the Japanese markets, as its CEO, Zach Prince, addressed. People get 2% on their savings account here in the U.S. In Japan, it's zero. Shit. 6% to investors in Japan is eye-watering. Man, it's mind-blowing, Zach said. It's something to get really pumped about given the negative rate in the environment. The minimum limit to get started with BlockFi is either one Bitcoin or 25 Ethereum. And by doing so, BlockFi users can immediately earn interest. However, Prince further clarifies users who live in Washington, New York, Connecticut, presently won't be able to access the services due to the regulatory uncertainty. Convincingly, BlockFi's director of markets, Brad Mitchelson, claims that the plan would certainly increase the wealth of crypto investors, given that the firm has launched a BlockFi interest account, BIA. We charge more to the institutions borrowing crypto from BlockFi than we pay to depositors. Was that it? No, oh, okay, that was the end of the damn, uh, wait, what? Yeah, I guess that was, I don't know, that was an odd ending. It seemed like they could, it should have uh, went on more. But um, interesting to say the least, 6.2%. Bitcoin and what, Ethereum, I think it was? 
Yep. BTC and ETH, family, 6.2%. That's phenomenal. Uh, beautiful returns, you know? So, um, getting back over here, man, we see, what it's, we see what it is. We see what it is. 135 in Ethereum, 368 with EOS. Man, it's looking good out here, family. How we doing out there? How's our night going? What's going on, Brother Tim? Brother Walter? You say you just read the article? Yeah, definitely a good read. Um, so what we're going to do now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this first half of the evening show with the news, New Money Matrix podcast. Until the next podcast, peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.